Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hello and welcome to episode 159 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, joined today by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters back on the saddle. Welcome back, Megan. We missed you. Thank you. I, I definitely felt a little bit bereaved last week having to miss the show, but listening back to it, I decided I had to come back this week. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't leave it. I had, I had to come Megan, back. What was your favorite part of last week's episode? Honestly, it, it's, it's stereotypical, but the, the poker fact of the week. I mean, we always say it is the favorite part, but it's always right. funny hearing it from my perspective uh, when I'm not on the show because we can tell like the energy ramps up. <laughs> and then you know by the last like 10 minutes we're all just like screaming at each other so it is uh, I'm, I'm excited for this one as uh this week's is also really weird so i'm excited for that well you know it, it like last week you know it's not very often that we get to say you know you know stantler is hunted for its balls oh, um, right. and it's, you know no it was it, this, that was like very appropriate it, it's literally hunted for its balls it's in the pokedex and this right. one has another Super appropriate, very legitimate, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Commodifying Pokemon is basically the secret of that universe. So I mean, that, that's I mean, what you have to look forward to this week. But isn't it the secret? I mean, isn't it the secret of of the one of the world we live in? I mean, look, it's Pokemon is way more like real life than we want than we than we ever admit or want it to be. Oh, There's absolutely. no escapism here. Nope not not, not a single bit. Not a, not a bit. <laughs> if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, we do some news up front. Uh, we take a little break and then we do uh, some more deep dive discussions in the in the more tail end of the show. And then at the very end, Christian uh, gives us a Pokemon fact of the week, uh, really in an effort to make you a better, smarter Pokemon fan um, oh, and to give you nightmares, uh, usually. <laughs> Um, uh, this week, pretty good, uh, pretty good week of stuff to, uh, to talk about. We have, a, there's a lot of Pokemon trading card game news this week, mainly because, uh, Christian has, is it Astro, it's Astral Radiance. I do. Look, yeah, Astral Radiance. Christian's got Ooh. Astral Radiance that we'll, uh, we'll unbox throughout the duration of the show. Uh, and then, uh, we, we got our first kind of tidbit to the gimmick of the pokemon go collection uh that is coming out next yeah. so uh but we're we're gonna talk about that later in the show because that one uh people have opinions about it and so i would like to get the opinions of 
uh, everyone here and in, in the chat. If you want to get involved, twitch.tv forward slash comic book. Uh, where's where you can find us every Monday morning or afternoon. If you're on the East coast, noon, Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, we'd love to, to hear from you there. But first let's talk about some Pokemon go stuff. Mega evolution finally comes to Pokemon go battles. That's what uh, direction it seems to be heading. So yesterday, you know, mega evolution has received uh, quite a lot of uh, re-emphasis in Pokemon go. And yesterday, uh, Pokemon Go just kind of out of nowhere, really. Um, like tweeted like 9 a.m. Like more surprises are coming <laughs> with Mega Evolution, and then it showed a Mega Kangaskhan getting ready to battle against a Blastoise on a PvP field. So you know, honestly, this will probably make people care about Mega Evolution. Let, let, let's you know, let's be real. Like Mega Evolution was kind of you know a gimmick that was seen as tube time consuming and there wasn't really much of a point to it um, because, you know, you can do it in raids, but you know, uh, okay. So you, if you're like one of those like super raiders, you go down from like needing three people to still needing three people, but shaving 30 seconds off your time with PVP. It make, it's going to make a big impact in master league, master league, mm. not as much the other two, but very much Master League. Um, suddenly, you know, there are some Pokemon that are instantly at the top of their respective types. Um, Latias, Gyarados, um, off the top of my head, are the two big ones that everyone's, like, talking about. So, um, yeah. yeah, Mega Evolution, more stuff coming. Also, we got your favorite, you know, Pokemon. Got its community day last weekend. Jim. Geodude. <sighs> <laughs> that's not a good sound i mean but, i mean no this is christian just trying to make a joke the bad joke what what joke about it you know geodude you, people could get their shiny like weirdly like brownish orange colored geodude which looks like you know it has like some like etch-a-sketch stuff you know stuck it also, to it I mean, that's that's the other thing too geodude also has a really just bad shiny color <laughs> too which is especially the alone just, one just un- everyone's <laughs> like unfortunate Everyone's like, it's a nugget. I'm like, what kind of nugget? (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's just one of those things, you know? I I also forgot, there is one other Pokemon Go thing that like people were really annoyed about and I totally forgot to put on here. So we should probably talk about this. Okay. What is it? Uh, remote raid passes. You know they've been giving. Oh out. yes, yeah. I want to yeah. talk about this. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There's I the energy. To talk about. I totally forgot about it because I wrote the script up at six in the morning. So you know, I forget things when I have to write them that early. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're doing away with remote raid passes for free. So during the yep, pandemic, infuriating. You know, infuriating. They have given away, like you're know, not giving away. It costs one Poke coin, which is the equivalent to like. I don't know, like one cent or something like that in like real world money and a bundle of items. And it has always included a remote raid pass because it's the pandemic. Well, guess what? I don't know. Uh, You know, uh, so last week they go, oh, by the way, no more remote raid passes. We're going to give you other items. And then they actually came out with a 
an interview with Polygon and Polygon, they asked like straight up like, hey, what's the deal with this? And they're like, yeah, people are playing the game the wrong way. We want to like reinforce people need to like get together and start playing more and like giving away free items, you know, you know, that's just going to encourage people to stay away from each other. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe people should stay away from each other. My kids got COVID. But also, but I mean, but uh, that that line of reasoning is such BS because you could literally go out to any like any time that they're doing a special event or whatever, people are still out playing the game. Well, right? that's like, like if yeah, they like, yeah, like that's the thing. Like, like there's a there's a there's an outdoor mall um, about you know ten minutes from my house, which is usually like where I go to, you know, that I'll do a loop if mm-hmm. it's, you know, if it's for an event that I want to do, or there's, there's one parking spot in there that I can park in, uh, that lets me hit like, <laughs> but that's, that's neither here nor there, right? Like that, that's more, that's more ammo for the people need to get out and play part, but like any time, but like, it was like, even, even recently we would, my, you know, I would, I would take my kid and we would go and the people are still out in full force playing the game during those, um, during the big events. And so, like, so I don't buy the oh, we need more people to get out and go to the polls. Um, so here's here's what it is. Okay, this is this is one one. It's a bunch of BS. Okay, yeah, for the sure. Magic needs to accept that people play their game in different ways. That is how they set it up. That right. is how they literally set it up was play the game the way that you want to. And they're not doing that. So one, that's dumb Two, This all comes down to, they want the free advertising. Yes. They want to show that their players stand around in public places so that, you know, they can go and say, Hey, Starbucks, you know, do you want all these people are standing around in crowds oh, to show yeah. up and buy your product? Cause they're thirsty from being hot outside from catching Pokemon, you know, pay us money and we'll do that. That yeah. is what this is all about. You know, yeah. don't give me this like, oh, we're really excited to get people to, to play in person. We're still through the pandemic. We're still in a pandemic, damn it. Like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I try not to get like super upset about this sort of thing. Like, I realize that the United States has moved on. But, you know, Neantic, who is like, you know, running around, you know, they're a San Francisco company. There are a bunch of tech bros wearing their, you know, like vests, you know, their, their, what, you know, North Face vests and stuff like that. And, you know, with all, all these like super, like, oh, we're all about like the environment, stuff like that. It's like, you know, care about people, care about people, care about people. Yeah. I just, it, it just, it makes the game less inclusive by imposing these restrictions. Yeah. And it's like, like take away, like, even if you, even if you want to dial back from the, the, the COVID of it all, which fine, whatever. But like, yeah, I, you know, Zenpai makes that makes a, a great point in the chat. Like just even for uh, folks who, who can't get around, right? Like, like folks who, who can't get up and do the long walks or, or, or whatever, right? Like for, for folks who, who may be differently abled like this, all of those changes were, were great. And like everyone in the community truly enjoyed playing the game and it felt like, you know, anyone who wanted to play could play. Yeah. And then now that, you know, they're pulling, they're making these, these pullbacks and it just, it just makes me want to play it less. Not because I'm lazy or not because I don't want, but like, there's, there's no, I should be, I find myself 
like it, it just comes down to an, the economy of time, right? Mm-hmm. I find myself playing game like I want to be able to. I want to fit games into my schedule on my terms. I don't want to. Ha- I don't want to build a schedule around having to play a game. Now, look, if it was a mega, like if it was a big event, right? Like if Pokemon Go Live was coming to Nashville. Uh, yes, I would make plans to go do that. I would build my schedule around that. But for a Geodude community day, I'm sorry. I'm not building my schedule around that. And for like, an Alolan Geodude <laughs> right. community for day? For an Alolan that, Geodude, yeah. Yeah. I will actively tell people not to participate. <laughs> so, But like, that's the... Like that's the like like that's the part that frustrates me so much about uh, about this game is that like look I get it you want people to tune in for a certain times and like I said like that being said right if I could tune in or join in at a specific time even if the window was smaller or whatever but I could do it from anywhere then yeah then yeah I would they would consider doing that way more than having to either go someplace to to go do it. They just need to get over the fact that the game and the world have changed. Well, and it's like the the thing is, is that, you know, Pokemon Go, in my opinion, has had two high points. The first was in 2016 when like for a span of about six weeks, world peace was achieved because everyone was out playing Pokemon Go. The best six weeks of society. Yeah, honestly, like a high point of like basically since the fall of the Soviet Union. (laughs) Number two. The launch of Pokemon Go. (laughs) It's like uh, number two was when the early days of the pandemic and Pokemon Go was like, listen, guys, we got your back. Right. And like, I really genuinely felt like they did. Mm -hmm. And they made these improvements that made their game so much better. And every time they dial those changes back, like right now, if I were to open up Pokemon Go, one, I'd have to reinstall it because I (laughs) don't actively play it right now. Um, But if I were to open up Pokemon Go, the amount of Pokemon showing up around me would be less. Um, Two, the quality of those Pokemon would be less. And three... You know, the the amount of effort that I would have to put to like actually like engage with their game and like keep in mind, I was not a free to play player. I spent a fair Mm -hmm. amount of cash on Pokemon Go. And when they started making it like more obnoxious to play these games, there was just like less. I don't know. You know what you want to. You want to know what those free raid passes got me to do? Buy more raid passes mm-hmm. because I was at some place where I either wanted to like to use the ones that they gave me. And if I need if I didn't get what I wanted, I would buy more because I was there in that moment wanting to get whatever I needed to get. And so like mm-hmm. that, like it, the the freebies are, you know, like they're the, the that, that stuff is just the loss leading stuff. Right. Like it, it it's just. Again, like you said, like we don't have to, you know, we, we this is a, a topic that comes around basically every two to three months as they yeah. take it's something just becoming away. More which is, egregious. I mean, right. Well, like, but Megan, I'd love to hear your, your uh, point of view because you were someone, again, you were a Pokemon Go power player and like power spender. You have literally made jokes yeah. in the early days about yeah. the amount of money you spent on this game. I would love to hear your, your point. I of view. mean, I've uninstalled the game. Like, I, the the thing is, is with the pandemic, you know, the, the thing for me in my personal case, pandemic happened. I ended up moving further away from the city center that I was used mm-hmm. to that. It was very 
convenient for me to be able to go outside and join raids and do whatever. A lot of my friends have moved. The doing the remote raid passes and having them so easily accessible without having to blow a ton of cash or, you know, go and make myself more involved in the process of playing this game, it made it easier for me to just be like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to pull up, you know, the game right now to play. Now that's not the case. It has just burned me to a point that like, you made all of these good changes. You could have just kept them. Like it, mm -hmm. I know that you have a certain strategy for wanting to have, you know, real world marketing, but as Hoffer has said, the time has changed. Like it has changed drastically since you created world peace for like a blissful <laughs> six months when the game first came out. Like that was great, but I feel like that has gotten to Niantech's head. And they're just, you know, they're not going to let those good old days go until something more substantial happens with the fandom, whether it's a boycott or just a loss of sales. But as we've yeah. seen last year, I mean, Pokemon Go is still bringing in bank. So Here's, it, it's going to have I, to like hit it. The game is going to have to be hit where it hurts for them to want to keep those changes. And that would be their bottom line. And I think, the question I, I, is I, whether I think, or not that'll happen. I think inevitably that's the problem, right? Because I think Christian mm -hmm. hit the nail on the head is that they were making more money from selling direct advertising than they were from in-game purchases. Mm -hmm. And so because the direct advertising pipeline has dried up, they have said, well, we need to do things to get that back. Because can, if we look, because if they crunch the numbers, we will make more on a sp Starbucks sponsorship than we will on people buying remote raid passes. Which is ironic because it just announced a big partnership with Amazon Prime Gaming. So, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, that that's going to be like, you know, one of their biggest sponsorships of all time. So I, I don't, mm -hmm. I just don't get it. I don't get it. But you know what? We've wasted enough time talking about Pokemon Go. Let's open some Pokemon cards. I hear some yeah, wrestling, Christian. Yeah, I was. I was. Just as a change of pace. Like, I, you know, it's been so long since I've done this. Um, so let's I think see. It's four cards. Um, did you, did you so, oh, out? so the bo bottom four, right? And I do it in reverse. So. Yep. No, I, One, two, three, four, stick it on the bottom. Two, if you start three, with an energy four. card, you've done it right. Uh, I did not. But energy oh, cards. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so we've got. Whoop, It'll figure itself right. out. Just hold it still. Yep. Okay. Uh, so we got a uh, Krigatot. There we go. Psyduck. Look at that. Oh, I like that Psyduck. It reminds me of like the the vintage one. Uh, Petalil. Uh, oh, hey there. Oh, uh, hey. Pokemon hey, Pokemon hey, Pokemon hey Pokemon 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 last week. We just week, had a lovely conversation about yeah. it. Yeah. Man. Uh, there is a Bergmite. Uh, a Hippaldon. Oh, there's a Reverse Hall. Oh. Army V card, and then Yan Mega, the Watt, and Bronzong, and the Water Energy. So uh, yeah, so one, two, three, four, and yeah. it goes. So do I reverse them? Is that how this no, works? It's like it's, it's one, been like three years. Since it's I've done one, the one two, camera. three, four, and then the top card goes on the bottom. Right. So that when you pull it up, the energy card is the first card you see. So one, two, three, four, four, and the, goes on the bottom. Okay. Well, right. I screwed this up again. No. Uh, <laughs> the There's Corilla, canceling clone. Oh man. 
Keep that away from the internet. Uh, energy. Uh, Sudowoodo. Combi. I like that art. This has got some great art. Driftloon. Oh, that Driftloon is awesome. Another side dog. Just up there looking for prey. A little happy. Oh, oh that Togepi's great. Oh, hello. Hey. That Ooh. is a character rare card. Woo. Oh, there we go. Obstagoon and who is that? Uh, that is uh, Marnie's uh, Marnie's brother. I oh, okay. actually, I feel I don't see Obstagoon. I just see Gene Simmons. Yeah, <laughs> don't call Gene Simmons that. <laughs> um, and then Vespa Queen as the uh, so that character rare was the actually the reverse hollow. Nice. Uh, oh, so, interesting. Yeah. So oh, yeah, Christian, when you do the count, you can't count the code card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's we'll try this one more time. Pierce, thank Pierce, you. Pierce, thank you. Pierce, yes. Uh, one, two, three. Uh oh, I got something weird on this one. Uh -oh. Um, so two, three, four. Wait. Okay, there we go. That's how it works. One, two, three, four. The four go to the front. So I got a V star. Uh, v star. Oh. Yep. Uh, Love to see that. Eileen, uh, an Ace Elf, which that should be. Is that rare? No, that's an uncommon. That's weird. Uh, Gardania, Hippopotas. Oh, look at that. Oh, Scyther. Great Scyther. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, hey, there's our favorite mm -hmm. little buddy. The so this is the first Aww. set that has Hisuian cards in it, right? Yes, this is the first yep. set that has the, the Hisuian cards. There's a Bronzor, a Dartrix, and Dartrix. an Absol. So Al Axel. <laughs> V-Star card. So that just seems to be a replacement for the energy card. Yep. All right. Well, nice. that's three packs. I got one more to open and then we'll do some more. Yeah, after. we'll do one more and then we'll get to the news. Yeah, because we barely talked about the news. Um, one, two, three, four. Okay. Psychic energy. Shield on. Shield on. Yeah. Sorry, guys. This is my first time opening cards on pack. You know, on camera in three years. This heavy ball. Heavy ball. Per ugly. A magnemite. It's a pretty cool one. There's another Ralts. nice one. Ralts. It, it it seems like all these cards actually like are very thematic to Pokemon yep. Legends Arceus. Mistrevis. The Sue and Sneasel. Man, he looks very angry. Barboach. A reverse hollow hoot hoot. Nope. And nope. Well, come on. Nope. I don't know where my hands are. <laughs> and and Ursaluna. 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 Ursaluna, though. Low key terrifying. Love yeah. 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 What other news is there to talk about? I don't even know. Uh, let's see. <laughs> well, we have some anime news. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes. Lily returns yeah. to the anime. Yes, we had uh, in Japan the latest episode reunited uh, Lily and her brother and really the whole family uh, together for for once, um, bringing them in. I haven't been able to watch the full episode, but I've been able to catch clips here and there. Uh, Lily is still as beloved and adorable as we all remember from Sun and Moon. Um, Seems to have gotten a little bit of a better rapport with her mom. So, you know, 10 out of 10 there. Uh, but yeah, basically we were able to get Lily showing back up in the anime, which was uh, something Sun and Moon fans have wanted to see for a while. And we got the teaser for the uh, upcoming episode this week, which puts Ash back in Alola, puts him back with Professor Kukui and uh, his little brother, as we all, you know, got to meet Ash's new little bro. 
over in Alola. Uh, so we're going to be able to reunite with most, if not all of the classmates uh, that Ash studied with in uh, the Alola region. And uh, he's going to get into a tournament coming up fairly soon um, where basically all the trainers in Alola are like, hey, our champion's back. It's time to just beat the snot out of him. <laughs> uh, and bribe. Professor Kukui is going to be like leading that charge. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> It's that's good. Uh, that that's good practice for you know what what's coming up. Um, you know, oh, I'm, absolutely. Well, I just and, love that Professor Kukui was like, "Ah, oh, my son is back. What should I do? Beat the snot out of him and all of his Pokemon." Uh, so <laughs> I'm I'm expecting to get some excellent training montages um, and some sweet reunions with everybody. Um, so that 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 is what I am I am here for. Um, as we get closer and closer to the lead up of the actual kind of championship tournament with ash and the top eight um you know trainers you know things are going to start getting a little bit more crazy a little bit wilder um so i'm curious to see how go manages to kind of interweave his whole story uh with that championship arc because that's really going to focus heavily on ash as you can imagine um but yeah it's uh it's it's good to see lily back she is she is truly an MVP of the Sun and Moon series. So it's good to see that she's all right. She's still, she's still growing as a cute little character. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we were able to see her and I am, you know, well, eventually we'll get it here in America. <laughs> <laughs> in early 2023. Yes. So keep keep your eye on that. We will definitely give you updates as we get closer to getting those dubbed episodes back. Uh, but for now, Lily is back. And it was so good to see her. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think the last bit of news before we take a break, we can just kind of roll right through this. Uh, the Pokemon Home update that we talked about last week is live. Mm -hmm. So if you need to uh, go out and get what you need, um, you Unless know, go it. go do it now. Unless it's uh, a spin up. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, this was this was the one weird thing that came out of this. So Spinda's so you know, Spinda has like you know its it spots uh, are algorithmic algorithmically uh, generated, and in mm -hmm. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, the algorithm algorithm uh, I can't I can't talk algorithm uh, was somehow inverted. So like you know the spots show up in the wrong spots. And uh, because of that, you cannot bring in Spinda from other games into Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Good. That sounds technologically sound. <laughs> there's there's a couple of other Pokemon that you also can't like work with. Uh, the Gigantamax, like Pikachu, uh, Eevee, and I think Meowth. There are some restrictions, but that's, you know, kind of to be expected. Um, and um, I think Nkata was the other one mm, uh, was that, that, you know, and that's because uh, the Pokemon games just have a real trouble, uh, like with uh, their their anti cloning mechanism uh, mm -hmm. does not know how to handle uh, Nkata's evolutions. And so mm -hmm. for whatever reason, they have not patched that in uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. So I don't think you can put Nkata into those games either. So. Be careful. Well, I guess, you know, 
Yeah, most Pokemon. Eh, it's Spinda. Who cares about Spinda? <laughs> yeah. Most everyone else is fine. You know what? There's and, somebody out there who really cares about Spinda, and we are doing them a disservice with our unexcited. I mean, um, <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember when, um, uh, when, when, uh, when like Pokemon Go was like, we are introducing Spinda, and then they're like, actually, we're only introducing nine forms of Spinda. But it's Spinda, it's a big deal. But it's still Spinda. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's still just a a mediocre gimmick Pokemon that you can't do anything with because you only have like half of Pokemon like actually included in your game. Like no abilities, no nothing. So anyways. All right, let's take a quick let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk about a really cool fan-made project, and then we'll get back to some trading card game uh openings and uh and discussion for uh, the Pokemon Go uh, set. So we'll be back in 60 seconds. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay so this next topic is more like you it's one of the it's a very visual thing so you just kind of need to see it to believe it kind of thing and then you know then we'll move on to the, the next topic but basically a fan created a 3d version of and blue uh and like what it would maybe look like in you know if it was kind of like uh legends in a way right so but not not like ups you know upscaled graphics or whatever but kind of taking the the look and feel of that um and just kind of making it 3d kind of like if you were to make a shoebox diorama of uh, of Pokemon Red and Blue, and you would cut out the grass, and you would cut out the Pokemon sprites, and kind of place them in a 3D setting. Um, that's what it, what it would look like. It's on Pokemon. It's on Pokemon. It's on ComicBook.com. Um, it's a really really cool video. It's been, it's been all over Twitter and it really anywhere else. Really, just more of a PSA. Go check it out. It's really it's a really really cool thing. Yeah. So. Like the 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 thing that I was most impressed by was he really captured the like the so the original character art and Pokemon art like the actual like art style like the official 
artwork uh, was done by, you know, Ken uh, Sugimori. And, um, you know, he, you know, the early ones used like this watercolor palette um, mm -hmm. where it was kind of like um, the lines were, you know, obviously like it was inked properly to use like comic book terms. So like, you know, the, the pencils were done and then you had your inks. And then instead of like doing full colors, you know, he would kind of like use this watercolor shading instead. So you'd have kind of like this like really interesting shadow effect. But it was like a reverse shadow, like, you know, the, the, there was like large bits of white in all of them. And like that's how we associate not only, you know, the original Pokemon games, because that was the artwork that was featured in like all mm -hmm. the strategy guides and on uh, the, the box art, but also like the early Pokemon cards. Like, you know, yep. a lot of like the original Pokemon were, you know, cards, you know, like because Ken Sugimori still works for the Pokemon company. Um, mm -hmm. He still is the principal designer. Um, like he still gets like the final say for like all of those. And he's also like, you know, done illustrations on a thousand Pokemon cards. So like, yep. you know, this dude's art style is really like synonymous with like that original Pokemon experience. Like when I think of Pokemon Red and Blue, what I really think of, it's not the pixel art. What yep. I actually think of is his art. Yep. And mm -hmm. this like fan made thing did a fantastic job of capturing not only his art style, but the watercolor shading. And mm -hmm. that was what was like struck, you know, like was so impressive to me. Like, I want this. Like, I'll straight up say, it. give this to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Give me what I want. Um, <laughs> but um, like absolutely amazing. Like, you know, one of the best fan projects I've seen in a hot minute. Yeah, it's um, it, I almost wish and, and, may, and maybe we did. Maybe I missed it or whatever. But I feel like I would love a short in his done in his style. Yeah, we mm -hmm. haven't gotten something like that. Like, you know, which is which is a crime. Well, and part of it is, is like, you know, his art style has evolved over the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, you know, like no artist is just going to think like, you know, because he's still designed, you know. Like, I believe the most recent Pokemon he designed, he does a lot of the legendaries. Yeah, uh, Xerneas and Yvettel were the last ones that he actually designed. Mm. Um, and But, you know, he, he, he was a supervisor for Sword and Shield and yep. Legend Arceus. And, you know, and he, he works on Pokemon. He does Super Smash Brothers, too. Um, oh. he's, yeah, he, he's busy. And he does do, like, he does a lot of the concept art for, like, yep. basically all of the early um you know the early movies basically like from I'll, I'll never forget i had the i had the po i had the poster that had all 150 pokemon on it that like using uh using his art uh, mm -hmm. just kind of in it and man i loved that thing oh I yeah would legitimately stare at it for hours and just try to like memorize order and and all of that stuff nice. there 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 is actually there is a um, a trading card game that is like growing in prominence and um, it's it's called something it involves cryptids. So, mm. you know, like Mothman mm. and Bigfoot and stuff like that. But the appeal to it is, you know, it basically uses an art style that like apes like, you know, his his art style mm. so right mm. down to that watercolor shading. Um, and it's like I said, it's fantastic. Like, I feel like you know, podcasts, you know, even, even video podcasts kind of like do, do uh, like a little bit of a disservice, um, you know, cause you know, like his art style is just so 
instantly recognizable to an yep. entire generation of people. Like, you know, I, 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 I do not think that, you know, we talk about like, you know, like we talk a lot about Pokemon art on here. I think probably right. one, one of the things that we do maybe a little bit better than other Pokemon podcasts, um, because like all three of us come from a comic book background and yep. we have an appreciation for the art. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so we talk about the art a lot, but I, I really feel like something that like the discourse doesn't talk about enough is like, you know, the, the role that like very famous Pokemon, you know, like, you know, like character design artists, you know, have played in like generational aesthetics, um, mm -hmm. you know, because Ken Sugimori is like a perfect example of that. He, um, you know, that art style, you know, has been like replicated like a billion times and we don't talk about it like yeah. um, at all. Like, you know, like I, I, there, there is so much art that has been influenced by him. Um, yeah, like it's just yeah. it's wild. It's really wild, and we just don't talk about that at all. Yeah. Maybe we'll in an upcoming episode. We'll just kind of like go through and pick some of our our favorites uh, for that. But for now, uh, only because we got to move things along. Uh, talk about the uh, newest. I, I, I earlier before the show, I called it a gimmick because it. it it is it kind no, of is it is 100% uh, is but uh so for the the Pokemon Go set that is coming out revealed a a ditto card that has um some unique properties about it Chris, so you want to explain it so uh, there's a, there's a couple things that I guess we we should talk about here when when this um so the Pokemon Go set is a mini set um, it's not like a full like 300 card set like you know Astral Radiance, um, and, uh, and it includes one of the cards that it includes um, are um, Ditto cards, which makes sense. Ditto is one of the Pokemon that is most associated with Pokemon Go um, because mm -hmm. the entire first year everyone asked the question, "Where is my Ditto?" And then <laughs> Ditto came out, and they're like, "Here's your Ditto," and then they're like, "Well, Ditto kind of sucks in Pokemon Go." And it's like we don't have abilities. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways but the um, way in which you got ditto was very clever yeah yeah uh, so they wanted to replicate the 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 that feeling of when you found your first ditto because when you they introduced ditto ditto just randomly showed up as a pidgey or a ratata um yeah. and uh so there are pokemon cards that exist where you pull them out and it looks like another card like you know it will be like a bidoof but on the bottom left-hand corner is a little uh, symbol of a ditto instead of your symbol usually indicating there are certain symbols that exist on the bottom of every Pokemon card. Here, I'll just show you one. Um, they're usually symbols that like denote the rarity of the card and there's numbers so and things like that there. See how there's a little star on the bottom left corner? Next yep. to that... Uh, so that indicates what set it is, and the F indicates its uh, legality uh, in, within the the Pokemon you know tournament play. It's, that indicates like how what what type of card it is. Um, so instead of that little like F symbol, there's a little ditto. And if you see the little ditto, if you choose, you can choose to peel off the actual top of the card to reveal the ditto underneath. It is a peelable ditto card. Which brings us to the question, 
Jim, when you get the Pokemon Go set and you unbox it in front of, you know, in, in the set here in the coming weeks, will you peel the Ditto? Uh, I would, I mean, it, it depends, I think. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, the first one we get, yes, we're, we'll peel it. But it's weird. It's an, it's an interesting, it creates an interesting uh, dilemma, right? Do you want to peel the cards or do you not want to peel the cards? So this surprisingly. Collectors. Yeah. Don't. So this is surprisingly not the first peelable card that we have gotten in the existence of trading cards. Oh, Last really? year, this technology was actually designed by Wizards of the Coast or the printer that works oh, for okay. Wizards of the Coast. Um, and they released a set of secret layer cards, which if you follow Magic the Gathering, basically secret layers are like limited edition, like five card sets. And mm -hmm. you can, um, you know, and, and they're like limited edition. They usually feel feature like alternate art and it allows them to like do things. So that's where like we're getting Street Fighter cards from and things like that. Anyways, one of their sets was actually one of it was like a golf course. And then if you peel it back, it actually like reveals like a hellscape and the entire thing. Yeah. Was, we hate golf. That was like the oh joke. my gosh, what yeah, in the world? Like which was like like as as somebody who like actually like enjoys the experience of golfing, I'm like, well, that's kind of random, but okay, you don't like golf. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> this is a much better use of that technology, it, but it does remind me of like Jim and Megan. You guys are both you know comic book fans. Um, do you remember when like ventic uh, like the ventricular covers was rediscovered? Uh, oh, like yeah. you know, like the, the lost art of 3D covers was like yep. rediscovered, and for like yes. five, like a four or five year period, like whenever there was a special like um, comic that came out, we got a 3D cover out of it. Yeah, and like oh, you yes. know, DC was like you know, DC was like doing that, but other comic book publishers were in on the ventricular covers too. This reminds me a little bit of that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting, right? And so, so naturally, people were. Uh, Honestly, I, I'm a little surprised at a, a to some of the backlash around it because, like, Same. this is this is not a real set. Like, this yeah, is a promo. A this is a promo set. Yeah. And like, but I think I think part of it is uh, the growing cost of Pokemon cards, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so you're going to have people who don't play the game and are are collection or collectors and completionists mm -hmm. and so now if they want to get there's no way to tell oh no sorry because the ditto underneath is the same ditto no matter what presumably yes. right yeah so it's a matter of like okay well how many how many of these cards you know have ditto behind or how many different sets of these cards have ditto behind them and people are going to want a full set of unpeeled and then, you know, and then obviously they'll have their one peeled and then they'll, they'll be fine. Um, but other than that, but like, it's just, it, I mean, who cares? I just like, it's, I would, it's, I know I will have fun peeling them. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm so going to peel them and they're going straight on my binder. I think that, uh, you know, the, the big thing here with it, like, I don't know. I'm assuming that Ditto is not that rare of a card. 
like if it's a common or an uncommon and you know like one i think that's like a thing like i want the joy of peeling my ditto card i will not get my joy of peeling the ditto card if you know um it's a rare card like mm. I, I think that's gonna you know like pay a oh, you know see. big difference you know play a big difference god i cannot talk today <laughs> it's like as if i've gotten like three hours of sleep because i have sick kids um so i i think that's what what we have to find out if, 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 it's, yeah. if it's a common card like you know if you get like a ditto in every single like pack or something like that uh, not gonna be not gonna be a big issue but if it's a rare card you know you're uh, i think that people are gonna get grumpy i think that people well i mean people already are grumpy but people are grumpy like on a daily basis so yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. this is true yeah so all right christian do you have, you have some packs and then we'll get to the pokemon I fact of the week so all right here we go this electric energy bronze on i i i'm still trying to figure out that like just ideal like you just have to you have to hold it still there we go there. okay roxanne Yanma, Narstantler, Hoot Hoot, which Ken Sugimori has said was his favorite Pokemon. Uh, Krikatot, another Pseudo Wuda. Everyone's favorite fighting tree. Oh, oh, we got our first Radiant. Wow, that was unexpected. So the neat thing about this is you can't really tell, but it's got a different like hollow pattern to it. It's got like a plaid almost. That's cool. Um, best Queen and the unidentified fossil that I pulled up uh, first. So wow, that's that's neat. I wonder if that's actually worth something. Probably not. Let's face it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think we know. I know. It's, I meant to pull up what the what cards we're looking. Usually, for. since you're doing this, Jim, I'm right, the one I know. I'm, it I'm slacking here. Hold on. Let me. Let me pull no. up while you were uh, astral radiance. Dark Energy, another Roxanne. She really does not like me. Togetic, a gutsy pickaxe. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. That's either. The card we're looking for is an Origin Form Dialga V card. And okay. It, and it's the alternate art, and it looks great. How much? It is currently listed at 126, but it's only because. Uh, the set is officially not out yet. I think it's out this week. Yeah. So that'll mm -hmm. change. Um, other cards to look for origin form Pialka V star, the secret rare. So uh, the gold, uh, rares are back. And then there's a alt art, uh, Machamp. Then there's the regular secret, uh, rare for the rainbow rare for, uh, Palkia. Uh, and then a Hisuian Samurott as well. So that's that's how it is right now. Usually, like the when it's pre-listings, that stuff changes. I imagine the origin form Dialga is gonna go up, but um, that's a great one. So well, there we go. Just takes a little this one, this camera takes a little bit longer to like re readjust than the other one. Drifloon, Psyduck, oh, Togepi, a Reverse Hollow, 
Registeel, and Glaceon. Glaceon! That's what I care about right there. Yep. Ah, ah. I'm like throwing hard on my um, and there's a cap. There's a cap. Um, give me one second. So we'll get down. Thank you. Thank you, Zenpai, correcting my pronunciation uh, in the chat. I was saying Pialka, it's Palkia. Yeah, it's the Alga yeah. and Palkia. Because I can't read. Let's can't read where the eyes are. All right, last pack, and then we'll get to last the Pokemon pack. fact of the week, and then we'll open some more next week. Yeah, I got plenty more where this came from. Uh, maybe the cat's tail will help the, you know, focus the juice. Grass energy, pillow swine. Oh, his and electrode. <laughs> that electrode's oh, wow, awesome. That's a horrifying. <laughs> it's great. I love it. He's massive. Good lord. I love his eyes. Well, and so the Hisuans have the, you know, this one doesn't have any attack. You know, it doesn't cost any energy to use. So they're bringing back that gimmick. Uh, mm -hmm. So the Cheerful the Charge is another one. The Energyless Attack. Um, Glam Meow. Swinub. Chatot. Ponyta. Oh, that's a cute one. Radiant Heatran. Another Radiant. Dang. That's pretty cool. And... Right, guys. That's the last one. Nice. Yeah. So that's, All that's right. Cool. Two there we go. Two radiants. Not bad. Not yeah, bad. I'll take that. That's pretty cool. Unexpected. Pleasant surprise. Uh, so, yeah, Pokefact okay. of the week. Yep. Uh, I don't even know what Pokefact. Oh, oh, I know. What yeah, Smeagol. <laughs> I thought it was Smeargle. Isn't Smeargle. it Smeargle? Smeargle. Yeah, Smeargle. Yeah. From Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> is, you know, I, I will say I'm very surprised that, um, you know, that Smeagol and Smeargle, like, you know, no one ever said this could be a reference to one or the other. So Smeargle, it paints. That's its gimmick. It, it, it permanently copies the last move used by an opponent. And so, you know, that means it can use literally any move. Um, but it's more importantly with Smeargle, the paint. Mm -hmm. Where does that paint come from? You know, it, you know, a bottle? No, it secretes it out of its tail. That's right. That's not actually paint. That is Smeargle's bodily fluids. A special mm -hmm. fluid oozes from the tip of you its can tail. paint. You can paint with anything liquid. But paint is a that is that is not true, Jim. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is literally not true. You it could is, paint with anything. Like it's just fine. one of those like paint pens that you can get at like the craft <laughs> yeah. store. That's basically yeah. what he just has is. to. He has to just jab his tail against a brick wall a few times to get the ink going. Uh, yeah, just I don't like, think that's what he's doing to get the ink going, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. My favorite thing though is like when you read the game data for Smeargle, it's all pretty much the same thing, you know. Ancient, you know, there's been so many ancient paintings done by Smeargle in the past, you know. His paint comes from his tail, yada, yada, yada. My favorite thing though is the game data for Pokemon Crystal then says that the color of a Smeargle's, you know, special fluid that is used as paint is predetermined for every Smeargle. So not all Smeargles have the same color. And it makes mm. me question, like, what is the rarity scale for colors? Ah, like, does the Smeargle... Megan like, are, thinking the big questions. Yeah, like, are, do people breed Smeargles just to get specific colors because it's worth more? Like, <laughs> you know, a Smeargle has brown paint. Whatever. There's a million in of the, those. In the, in the world we have of Pokemon... That does purple... Already, it. My, my, the world in the world of Pokemon, the Michelangelo of the world of Pokemon had to breed Smeargle, and if one of those Smeargle die, 
then like that's it he's like sorry i can't make any more paintings with green uh that uh that's smear that smeargle died i'm gonna have to wait for another one uh, let's face yeah. it like if if you know somebody if somebody was like yes me and my smeargle are you know this is my assistant smeargle and then they realized what smeargle was actually doing to their walls you know people <laughs> would be going to prison for a very long time you can't do that in most states but could it but i mean like but that, that's it you would have to like have an an art but like even you're gonna have smeargles paint your house right like the the, the contractor is gonna have to just be a straight up smeargle breeder and it's you know, how much paint can a Smeargle paint in one day? Uh, is it? Uh, oh, I don't even want to think. Senpai, come on with the, 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 is his hat skin flaps? I mean, probably. <laughs> probably. That's what we learned. I mean, well, maybe it's one of those things where, where like they don't and just like every Smeargle just like gets this hat or something. I don't, who knows? But like, <laughs> but that's what I mean, right? Like, you know, if you hire, if you hire a Smeargle to paint your house, is he getting like how what are the dimensions of a room that he's doing in one day? Right? Like is it like a nine by twelve and that's that's all he can really do? Or does he only get to like a wall and a half and he's like, sorry, I gotta come back in three hours? Or sorry, I gotta come back tomorrow, right? Like well, so, I mean, do you I have, have a banana? To assume, much like cows, they milk the paint. Right? So they just have paint reserves for <laughs> smeargle. That's what I assume. Here's, a, here's another question. What is what does the paint look like under a black light? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> that, there was a line and we just took a step over that. Line. All right. Oh, oh, come right. on. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, you know, I like, also am curious, like, are there smear like smeargles that have different shaped tail brushes? Like, are they oh, all pointed? Point. Maybe they, maybe they, tr- like, they, like, they trim their tail to, to be. Yeah, they can like yeah, style yeah, their you know, tail. You got your, you got, you know, your zero, you got your one. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, you know, I, my, here, my big thing coming out of this is, you know, if the Pokemon company, clearly no one at the Pokemon company ever watched Avatar. Because if they did, they'd have. Oh, right. hundred percent have the ability to sue. Because this yeah. is, you know, those, those blue things, you know. Yep, yep, yep. no, Christian, got to keep it safe. But yes. I am keeping it safe. I'm yes. just saying, watch Avatar. Correct. Uh, well, there we go. Uh, learned way more about uh, Smeargle today than I think you ever thought you wanted to. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. <laughs> can't even transition out of this one. Uh, if you want to keep the conversation going, Twitter is the best place. Twitter is the best place to do it. At Pokemon Pod CB is the handle for the show. Otherwise, you can find Megan at Megan Peter CB. Christian is at C Hoffer C Bus. I am at Jim Viscardi. Um, please, you know, like I said, tell your friends about the show. Um, uh, if leave us a review, and you know what you can do in your review, tell us what your favorite Pokemon fact of the week is. Cause we love, we love that, you know, that just gives us a little bit of uh, an idea of where you are in your listening journey. Because I, I, I can't tell you how many folks have come up uh, or have either commented on Twitter or wherever and being like, Hey, I started listening to the show and I went all the way back and started listening uh, from the very beginning. And I can't tell you, there is probably no higher compliment than that because you listened to this show and you said i want to subject myself to over 150 hours of this madness you, and all you, i can say is god bless 
you you wanted to go and like listen to like the three distinct eras of a wild podcast has a that's right was, uh, absolutely early, the early years in which you know we were all kind of trying to find our footing and then that's there right. was era two which was basically when um you know the the whole uh you know pokemon after dark uh you know concept was, you know, it, yes. was birthed and now we've just got like the degenerate era which is now where we just you know like yeah yeah let's let's talk about smeargle fluids <laughs> the pandemic uh, there's, there's I do want to I, I do want to read some I do want to read some reviews because oh, no. uh, we did get some one from Brazier Illustration uh, headline uh, don't write off Pokemon Go yet uh, I've always been a long time listener to the show and it's always been a lot of fun. I started listening because I love Pokemon Go, but it feels like lately the show has become disinterested in Pokemon Go. The game still has a very active community and it's pretty amazing game from what uh, from 2016. Uh, it's pretty amazing that a game from 2016 is still around uh, and evolving after six years. I know Jim is mad that they featured the wrong Geodude for Community Day, but I miss the days when you guys actively uh, played Pogo. Your event and update coverage was always, uh, was way better back when you cared. The show is awesome. <laughs> Team Instinct rules. Brazier uh, illustration. Uh, I I look. We we want to be excited for for Pokemon Go, and it's one of the main reasons why we still cover it. I mean, look, we we would. At the you know at the end of the day would just cover it less and less if if we didn't I just think that it's important to keep Niantic a bit more honest in some of the changes that they do and don't get me wrong I we know Pokemon Go is still massive we know there's a ton of people who play it it's just we want to we want to be able to make sure that the widest audience possible can play can can play the game um, and and you know like I said like look when once there are a bit a few more events that really get us get us back and energize like we'll we'll be right back there with everybody um but thank you for listening we really do appreciate that and look i love folks uh the, love folks keep it honest last one i want to read is from uh let's love eight uh the headline is i dare you so i have no idea what's going uh what's going to go go on oh, here uh i should have probably read this first hi guys megan i dare you and jim to roast christian done we'll do it yeah. uh also, Geodude is uh, is my favorite rock type, second only to Hisuian Arcanine. Uh, also, if you're doing Pokedex facts of, uh, of a region, can you do Alola next? Please, please, please. Mm. I also drew a Vaporeon uh, Geodude and many other Pokemon and then hung them in my bedroom window. P.S. I think Geodude is taken for granted. Oh, no! Unintended. And I made sure to put this in my review before I forgot, and I made it up all on my own. A plus pawn. That's a I'm 10 out of 10. If I've I'm ever read a 10 out of 10 I'm putting that one that's in Like, listen, I, I just that's don't it. understand. I don't understand. Like, Jim, you know, if Jim wants to come at me, you know, be my guest. You know, that's that's playing with fire. I know far more about his backstory than he knows about mine. <laughs> um, you know, I just don't understand. Me and Megan have a, a very good working relationship. Like, me and Megan are partners here, usually in making fun of Jim. So that's that's why I don't get. Why, why try to you know, disrupt the very careful dynamic built over these past 159 episodes for chaos, just for <laughs> chaos. Well, thank you for leaving those reviews again. We appreciate it uh, always. Uh, we're we're at 263 ratings. I would love to get that by uh, by th to 300, uh, maybe by the end of the summer or something. So please, if you haven't yet, head on over to iTunes, give us a five star review. Uh, otherwise, you can go to Spotify. Same thing. Um, and then yeah, and then otherwise, like I said, like we mentioned every week, go tell your friends. 
Uh, and that's going to do it. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We hope you, you feel smarter and more educated, uh, in about the world of, of pocket monsters that we love so much. And we'll be here next week for you guys. Well, you know, whether you decide to come back or not, we'll be here. So, uh, enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. And, uh, and we'll see you next week.